0: Welcome back everybody uh sarcasm speaks jared and bomb here uh right out of the gate uh i want to i want to bring back something that we touched on in the last episode with sexy chris um i was thinking about it afterwards right like after after the episode and then it's obviously it's tuesday today um and so since sunday it's just been kind of i've been thinking about it and i wanted to raise the question here and see what you had to to say or what you think. But at the end of last episode, we were talking about music and like the generations of music and things like that. And you know, Chris is partial to the sixties, um, which fair enough. I know I was giving him a hard time, but like a lot of people would say the sixties, right. Because of the Beatles and the stones. Um, and then just because I would include the who just to, just to be different (laughs) because they did form in the sixties. Did Sabbath was Sabbath also say, in the late
1: '60s. I think Led Zeppelin was also late '60s. Yeah, and I, Jimi Hendrix. I was going to say 60s. I think
0: Hendrix was technically late '60s too, um, because he died in the '70s. He,
1: he when was Woodstock? '69 or '67?
0: '69.
1: 60, okay. Yes, we probably died early '70s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously the '60s were solid. That was like when when things that was the beginning, right? That was and as much as I personally don't enjoy the Beatles, um, I don't hate them, right? Um, I just don't enjoy their music, right? It's it's fine, like, but I still respect what they did for rock and roll, right? Like you can, it's like the whole separation thing of like, you know, you can respect Michael Jackson for what he did and enjoy his music, but like, he's kind of a dog shit human being. Um, same thing, right? Like I, I respect the fact that the Beatles changed music forever. Um, but they're just not for me, right? Like it is what it is, but that's not my point that I'm trying to bring up here. I, I digress. Um, I wanted to ask you, and I mean, there's really no way I think you would know the answer to this, but was there actually like music, music, like artists and recorded music before like 1945, let's call it pre-World War II, right? Like, was there recorded music?
1: Um, Was that a thing? I mean, I'm sure there was.
0: Because I know what and what stuck in my head from the last episode was I made the comment of like, you know, I listened to what my dad listened to now. I enjoy now, right? And he listened to it when he grew up in the 70s and the 80s. Um, and I was like, he probably didn't listen to what my grandfather listened to. And I just, I named a bunch of random people that actually were people from the 50s, right? like I knew they're from the 50s, but realistically, you know, like the Dell Vikings and Chuck Berry and all them, like they're from the 50s. But like, and I may, I also said that I don't think my grandfather listened to music. I truthfully don't know if he did, right? Cause so for full disclosure, right? I know it's 2023, but my grandfather was born in 1916. So that was like well over a hundred years ago. Um, what is that force? 107 years ago <laughs> is when my grandfather was born. So he was literally born in the middle of World War One. Uh, grew up through the Great Depression, right? Like had the Roaring Twenties when he was like, you know, seven, seven, eight, nine years old in the Roaring 20s, then grew up in the Great Depression, right? And then went off to fight in World War II. And then came back and, like, you know, obviously everything that happened in the country after World War II between the Red Scare and then Vietnam and Kennedy or both Kennedys and MLK and all that shit, right? Like, that's fucking nuts, right? The shit that, you know, our our grandparents' generation went through. But, like, I don't think my grandfather ever listened to music. Like, I don't think that was a thing.
1: So it definitely was a thing. Uh, yeah i mean i can i can find number one hit songs from 1937 (laughs) so yeah i mean he would have been 19 all right so here so here so here's the here's the really tough part for you it would have
0: been 11 19 i don't know in
1: 1937 did you say
0: 1927
1: 37 37 okay so Bing Crosby was releasing music in 1937. Okay, so so that that's that's a little bit of a tough look, yeah, because so he's because he's the person.
0: Yeah, and everyone loves Bing Crosby, or loved, I guess, because he's definitely not still alive. If he was making music in the 30s, <laughs> uh, I am now on
1: 1931. Uh, Bing, yep, yeah, Bing Crosby's still around.
0: Oh, he had it, quite the stretch,
1: yeah. Not so much. It looks like uh, I Ira Gershwin and George Gershwin seems like they're um, hmm. they kind of had a few. Um, again, it doesn't mean this doesn't mean a lot what I'm about to say. I'm struggling to recognize other people. Right. Uh the only name that I'm recognizing is Bing Crosby and he was only it looks like he was featured on a song. But there's definitely like albums cuz a lot of these people are here like multiple times. There's a lot of singles or published popular music. That's how it's considered. Um, And then for 1930, oh, dude, there was a, there was a billboard chart in
0: 1931.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. So, I mean, <laughs> again, oh, Duke Ellington.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Big Mouth. He lived in uh, Andrew Huberman's
1: attic. Yeah, Bing Crosby, Duke Ellington. Yeah, so I was going to say because before I even looked into this, I was going to say like jazz and blues like the real stuff. Yeah. Um What did I uh I want to go back to 1926. Let's go to 1920 okay. Oof. Billboard 1926. <laughs> Let's see if I've heard of any of these people. And I'm thinking, no, but they do have uh, links. So I mean, these people are like real people. Yeah. Ted Lewis and his band. People forget.
0: Yeah, people forget about
1: old Teddy. Uh, uh. Well, let's go back to 1916, your grandfather's birth year. Yeah, I mean, there's like published singles here. I don't know if there was a uh. I don't think there's a billboard chart, though. Uh, no billboard chart in 1916, and I don't know who any of these people are. Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh,
1: I don't yeah, know. It's that, one of those. It goes way back. Like, So Wikipedia has a list of years in music, and... Like you can go to nineteen hundreds. Um I don't know when the first recorded person was. Yeah. That part seems to be tough. Like I don't know how I would find that out.
0: Yeah, the first recorded song ever.
1: Yeah, it looks like 1900 is still more like live performances. Yeah. Tosca. Ugh. <laughs> we had to learn about that at one point. Oh god. Imagine watching a so imagine like I don't know if you had to do this in Spanish class. Watching a play in that language. It was fucking terrible. No, we had we to didn't. watch we had to watch an Italian play in Italian. You Gross. want to talk about an incomprehensible subject? yeah or 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 an incomprehensible um <laughs> situation. no, it's not a situation like um not curriculum like unit, I guess like I don't know they used to t- like I, I forget how they broke like how teachers like broke up their things. I guess units would be like, yeah, one, but literally like Tosca. Probably had to watch it three years consecutively. Couldn't tell you one thing about it. (laughs) Giacomo Puccini, though. That's who uh, wrote, I guess.
0: What about... uh, The Kingdom of Naples,
1: control of Rome, threatened by Napoleon's invasion of Italy? Really? It contains depictions of torture, murder, suicide, as well as Puccini's best-known lyrical, Arias. No clue. Who
0: I just thought it guy? was some fucking
1: Italian bullshit.
0: Luca Pavarotti. Is that his name? Probably. Luciano Pavarotti. I don't know. He was uh, an Italian
1: tenor. What the fuck is a tenor? He was, he was a play, singer. Right? Oh, a singer.
0: It's an opera singer. It's like a, a style, right? Or like a an octave. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> like so if you're a singer you're either like like if you're a male for instance you'd be like a baritone a bass a tenor soprano like a, a soprano, a, a soprano. One? yeah i think you could be a soprano i think that gets a little bit high um because then there's like I could,
1: well yeah i, I don't there's like
0: high. alto soprano and meta-soprano meta and uh i don't know all the other ones but it has to do with like the octaves that you sing in
1: First jazz thought... recordings, 1917.
0: All right. So my grandfather was born before the first.
1: Uh, I don't know. if <laughs> that, No, that's the first jazz. before.
0: Recording. Okay. Before the first, first jazz recording ever.
1: Huh. Calypso music recordings, 1914. I don't know what calypso music is. Uh, and yeah, so I think like, I don't know what clip. Oh, it's Caribbean music. Hmm. How the fuck did Trinidad and Tobago record music first? How the fuck did they figure that out? (laughs) Like what the fuck were they using? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Music history, huh? I'm seeing a lot of like spirituals and
1: yeah, I honestly think it's a lot of like, uh, more performance music until you get to the mid 19s, mid 19 teens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It seems like mostly opera. (sighs)
1: Sounds like a fucking nightmare. Seriously.
0: And gospel.
1: Oh, that's so bad. Imagine that. Like music was only fucking saved for plays in church. Oh,
0: gross.
1: And I fucking think music pisses me off now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fucking nightmare.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah, the creative peak of jazz in New Orleans was in the mid-19-teens.
1: Uh, New Orleans.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was one of those things that I thought of. Like,
1: it goes every, a back a lot further than you thought.
0: Right, but like every decade is kind of like known for something, but it kind of stops at the 50s.
1: Um, with what we know, right. I'm sure we could figure it out. Like, I don't know if the 19 teens or the nineteen tens, if that was jazz and then the twenties was I like the
0: twenties was probably mostly jazz. I think the, like jazz became popular maybe around like 1915. Right. So then like into the twenties is probably when everyone was jazz.
1: Well, at I some like point, it, like big band and swing and shit like that, yeah. needs to fucking show up. Yeah. Before we get to the fifties. Yeah. Plus, like in the thirties, you had some of like that, like I don't know, is lounge singing? Is that like what we want to call like? Yeah, Frank I would Sinatra, say- Dean Martin, like. Yeah, Because if a, Bing, that's if Bing Crosby was doing what he did, I think he was like a lounge singer like them Yeah. in the 30s. It doesn't leave a lot of time for like, again, like big band and swing. Right, right. A lot of stand-up basses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing the cello.
1: Cello, <laughs> it's a bass.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Like I said, it was just like one of those things that I thought of, right? That I was like, did did people listen? I mean, I'm sure. Like I said, I I know people listen to something, right? But I never, uh, like, as a kid, I never was like, oh, no, because it's not like good. Grandfather is listening to like this music, like he didn't listen to music. Like my grandfather, my grandmother
1: so- didn't either. Now,
0: my she li- grandfather, we my all know grand- she listened to cooking shows like Gus Saunders <laughs> <laughs> on the radio.
1: My So, my grandfather was born in 1930, 30, 31, whatever. He listened to like swing, like music that people danced to like post World War II. Right. Like shit you'd hear in Captain America in a flashback. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the shit he listened to. Yeah. my mother's not going to listen to that shit (laughs) because it's not good. No. So like who's going to listen to that
0: and why? Yeah. That's the thing. And I think that's the thing about the sixties and that's what makes it interesting because the sixties is the first decade where like People still listen to yeah, the, and enjoy like, that music. Current
1: today. day, we'll still listen to that stuff.
0: Right, right. I think that's what I won't. That's what it. stands out.
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah, because it it seems like a little bit lazy just to say like, oh, well, that's like the first time music got good. It's like, no, like there was good music before. Just didn't hang around. Yeah. But like, that's also kind of what we're in now. Like, there's maybe a couple artists that. Yeah. Music today sucks. Like there's maybe, get, yeah, maybe a couple artists where if you give it like 15 years, people might still listen to their shit. But I mean, I might doubt that too. Yeah. No, obviously if you like what you like that's different like if you like Pitbull then you're gonna listen to Pitbull no matter what but like <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah I know everyone went to went to his concert last year but like what's Pitbull really bring like what, what does Pitbull's catalog really bring to the table now right but people will still listen to Tupac and Biggie
0: right right
1: people still listen to Led Zeppelin and Leonard Skinner and I hate the fucking Eagles man
0: <laughs> play for ebert
1: but yeah i mean like 60 60 something to like 95 the 90s will weed themselves out that's like grunge is a very like acquired taste yeah so maybe like 93 was that like the last good guns and roses album
0: yeah, probably, probably like, I think it was either 92 or 93. Ish. Ish.
1: Because then like anything Metallica came out with in the 90s was trash.
0: Yeah. The Nirvana was 93.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure Kurt Cobain killed himself in 94, so.
0: Yeah, like the the baby in the pool, wasn't that 93? I think.
1: What was that never mind? I think someone's so. someone sitting here being like, How do you not know that? It's like, yeah, <laughs> fucking forget it is never mind. 91. 91. Never mind. Yeah, I'll do 1995 in music, and I bet you it starts to get gross.
0: I think the 90s will be more so remembered for the rap music that came out of it right because that's the tupac biggie eminem i mean eminem kind of didn't really get his start until later like or he blew up i think the marshall mathers lp was um 1998 or 99 and then encore uh, not encore the eminem show was 2002
1: uh, maybe I uh, like
0: Dr. Dre. So I'm gonna
1: go night So 1995. Uh, do I want to do the top 40? No, I'm gonna do so the five that are considered notable singles under Wikipedia is Coolio, Shaggy. Take that! Oof, I don't even know what that is. Michael Jackson, U two, from the nineties, nineteen ninety five, specifically.
0: Yeah. Oh Christ, we're getting into U two. Fuck that.
1: <laughs> and it's like, what was was that? No, hold on. What was what what was this category? Biggest hit singles. Those were the five biggest hit singles and then the 10 best albums this might give us a little bit better. nope this doesn't give us shit better radiohead oasis no, maybe, I- maybe 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 that was when wonderwall came around which if if that was the year yeah <laughs> i'm looking up that album
0: <laughs> that honestly that's probably what it that was that probably
1: is off that album yep yeah. oh yep so uh music died with wonderwall yep you can title 19- this episode that too
0: <laughs> music died in 95 or
1: Wonderwall killed music yeah. because 1995 is nasty. So the top 10 albums of the year is Radiohead Oasis, Smashing Pumpkins, Pulp, Alanis Morissette. That that album was probably pretty good. I mean, but it's a weird time. I don't know. Bjork. (laughs) (laughs) GZA. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Elliott Smith, PJ Harvey, Pavement. So now I gotta go to 94. Or do I just want to like live with? Yeah, so actually 94 I can say is good. I can say 94, the, the albums were good. So TLC, whether you like it or not, just accept that TLC is good. You don't have to like them. Oh god, Oasis again, but it wasn't Wonderwall. Weezer, uh Nirvana's MTV Unplugged, Green Day, Nas blur, I don't know. Soundgarden 9-inch nails. That's good enough to still be a good year of music in my opinion. Because that Green Day album was good. I don't know Nas that well, but Nas Illmatic. Illmatic people, is one of the best albums ever, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was not, some, 94. 94. 94. So, so uh
0: Chronic was 92. Chronic was like 91 or 92.
1: Because let say that's Doctor Dre. Some people consider Nas the best rapper of all time, like a sneaky one. Yeah, and Illmatic was his best album, right? Yes. Okay. So this year is the music's still good. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So I am I am now claiming that. Oh, actually, too. Oh my god, this is so bad. This is this is awful. Biggest hit singles. I don't know who how this shit's being determined on Wikipedia. Biggest hit singles, Bruce Springsteen. Streets of Philadelphia. I don't know what song that is. (laughs) Then, (laughs) All for Love by Brian Adams, Rob Stewart. Oh, my
0: God. Fuck off.
1: Number three, you are not going to get this, but I'm going to make you guess. In 1995?
0: 94. Is it another goofy
1: one? It's so goofy, dude. It's like the goofiest.
0: Is it like the butthole surfers?
1: No, but it's Cotton Eye Joe.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Biggest Sick. hit singles. Yeah, so that's why I think you need to go to the albums. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm declaring I'm ready to declare it. Nineteen ninety-four was the last good year in music.
0: Yeah, that's when um Ready to Die came out by Biggie. That's the that's the album that has uh Big Papa and Juicy on it. Everyone knows those songs. Um Tupac, did Tupac put anything out in 94? I don't think so.
1: That I don't know. Um, No,
0: it's 93. Strictly from from my (laughs) N-words came out in 93.
1: I would say biggest hit singles of 93 include Meatloaf and What is Love, so there's that. Yeah.
0: That was Holler If You Hear Me, Keep Your Head Up. That's Tupac.
1: Ten Best Album. Yeah, 93 was still good. Like Nirvana was putting out real albums. Pearl Jam versus Wu Tang. Yep.
0: Yeah. So what you said? Illmatic was ninety four. Ninety four. Chronic was uh was ninety two.
1: I'm declaring that music died with Wonderwall in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, probably fair. I think I need to tell the band at the wedding they can't play Wonderwall.
0: <laughs> Instead of uh like most people provide a list of songs that they want. Oh, I'm you, only you, I'm
1: only providing a list of songs I don't want. Yeah,
0: you provide a list of songs that are prohibited.
1: <laughs> Funniest thing too is I was like I got I got like 3 3 things that I don't want the band to play. One is anything by Journey. And I was vetoed on 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 uh one of my three. So thirty-three percent of my list was vetoed. So now <laughs> I think I need to expand my list.
0: Well, yeah, I mean you gotta bring that percentage down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or if we're gonna make that percentage down, I'm getting more shit. Or if this percentage is gonna be 33%, I'm getting more shit banned. <laughs> three yes, out of ten.
0: That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a good way to look at it. Either my percentage is going to come down, or I'm getting more shit that's being banned.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll make that. I'll make that percentage worth. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think Wonderwall is going to have to be uh, on the banned list. I fucking hate that song. Is that a main song? It Wang makes me song, so though? fucking mad, dude. I don't know because it's like. I'm trying to think of where I had this flip out. And then Michaela showed me like the meme, like, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Um, (laughs) Where, what, where the fuck were we? I don't know, but Wonderwall was playing and I'm just like, I hate this fucking song. Like, oh, we were probably at Ocean Edge and obviously there was a guy with an acoustic guitar. And anytime there's someone with an acoustic guitar, they have to play fucking Wonderwall. Yeah. It's like in uh role models where it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, I don't want to go camping. There's always some guy with an acoustic guitar who doesn't <laughs> quite know how to play it. And he's like fumbling over how to play yeah. like Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of when I fucking hear Wonderwall. Because I remember in high school, the f- one kid with the acoustic guitar could play Wonderwall. And it's like, wow, that's so cool. He can play a song. Yeah. And then you're like, this is not cool. This song fucking sucks. It's not a good song. And it makes me want to harm myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In multiple different ways.
1: <laughs> Potentially fatal ways.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That song sucks. I can't believe I can't believe Wonderwall killed music. It hasn't been the same since. Yeah, so I mean, and I'm not going post, year by year.
0: Post 95, is it fair to say that Eminem is the only, well, no, that's not true because I would include Taylor Swift. Um, I can't believe I'm going to use Eminem and Taylor Swift in the same sentence. But like post-95, are Eminem and Taylor Swift the only artists that have like
1: transcended and actually made good music? No. So here's the one thing with Taylor Swift is we we still have to wait and see on her.
0: Cause I think she's a, she's very talented, right? That's like fine. I like, I like some of her songs.
1: I listen, I have no idea. I don't listen to her. Cause I like, know, I don't know current music. Like we all talked I'm, about what I'm saying is in the early, late nineties, early two thousands, there were a lot of bands or I guess groups. There was a lot of groups and artists that were like, Megastars. Well, like, that's
0: what I was going to say. Like,
1: fucking insane.
0: There were like the Insyncs, the Backstreet Boys, the Britney Spears, the Aguileras, the Mariah Carey's, and like, like all, all of them.
1: All flamed out.
0: But they weren't good. They also weren't good. Like they're not
1: right. talented. So that's the only thing. Like, like I think Taylor Swift, it still remains to be seen because- I think
0: she's talented.
1: But I also don't know if the popularity is going to end up matching because right now what's going on with her- is it for an outsider. It's fucking mind-blowing. She's the like, literally
0: the biggest artist like almost ever. She might be second crazy. When it's all said and done, she uh, she might be second to Michael Jackson and she may surpass Michael Jackson. She's only 33.
1: No, she's my age. That's good. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shows me what I'm doing with my life.
0: Yeah, she's like she's definitely in her early 30s. She's not older than 33.
1: Um But again, it's like to really know someone's impact, you can't really know it while they're doing it, right? Or it's hard to know. Kind of. It's hard to know how impactful they are while they're going.
0: Well, yes and no, because she just became a billionaire off of this, right? So there's like... There's levels to this shit, right? So like, yes, sync Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Aguilera, like they were absolutely fucking massive and it was crazy and there were lines and there was people. None of them became billionaires. Correct. None of them sold movies about their tours. Like none of them were doing like massive fucking deals all over. The, like, But I think, again, I wasn't alive in the 70s but I think when Michael Jackson was at his peak, I think everyone knew that like this this guy's different, right? Like he was Michael Jackson, right? They they dubbed him the King, right? The King of Pop. Like the, I think there's a select few, but like so. What, so this is my thing, though. Like- no when you're in the middle of right? Like Elvis, everyone knew in the middle of Elvis that he was different. Everyone knew in the middle of Michael Jackson that he was different. I think Taylor Swift is different. I think – I can't believe I'm using Taylor Swift again in the same sentence as Michael Jackson and Elvis Presley, but I think – I think it's warranted.
1: So – and I genuinely don't know the answer because I don't listen. Is it the music? Is it the performer? It's and all what, the above. And what influence does... The persona, it's,
0: it's everything. Well,
1: here's my only question. What influence does the times have on this? And what I mean by that is before 2020, I don't remember people being in a fucking queue paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, yeah. They were? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Cause I, again, I was going to say, I don't remember that, but there's no reason I would have remembered that. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't have paid attention to it.
0: They've been forever since okay. probably 2015.
1: When yeah, did she come out for. with
0: 1989? Ni- no I think clue. that that was her like explosion album.
1: No clue. I do remember T Swift Fridays at the gym when JD yeah. would fucking yeah. <laughs> take over.
0: Yeah. That came out in 2014. So 1989 came out in 2014. Okay. So she has been... Oh, dude, Red came out in 2012. That's when she was like still kind of like country Taylor Swift. So she was b- relatively big after Red came out. And then 1989 is what absolutely like blew her up. So since 20, it came out in late 2014. So I would say since 2015, she's been like locked and loaded, like Swifties crazy about everything that
1: she does. See, the funny so, thing is, is I didn't know people liked her until two years ago.
0: Well, the big thing I she made headlines hated her. two years ago because she changed the music industry basically forever because someone else owned the rights to her songs And wouldn't give them to her. So she said, fuck you. I'll re-record the songs on my own. And then put out the exact same album that you own. But now I own it because it's a different version that I recorded. And all of her albums that she re-released. So there's a 1989 album. And then there's a 1989. And in parentheses, it says Taylor's version. So like all of her albums she re-released. And all she does is she obviously re -re recorded them. So they're not, the songs are not exactly the same, but they're close enough. It's still Taylor Swift. And all the new songs just say Taylor's version on them. So now she, because Scooter Braun wouldn't, wouldn't give her back the rights to her own music or wouldn't, wouldn't even. A person or a thing? Yeah. He's a, he's a person. Okay. Um, he's like a big music agent sounds um, like
1: a fucking clown.
0: Yeah, he is an absolute clown. Dave Dave Portnoy got into it with him <laughs> over something. Um so yeah, so she like I said, she changed the music industry forever, right? And like the, the dickhead wouldn't even let her buy the music back. Like she was gonna purchase the rights back for herself. Oh, I
1: wouldn't have let I wouldn't have sold that shit either.
0: Well, yeah. So then she was like, Okay, well, I'll just re-record all the songs and release everything. Like
1: I said, I you still lose out on that deal because you she called your bluff and won.
0: Right, right. But like I said, like that's that's why over the last two years she's been mega headlines because of what she's done.
1: Yeah, because I just I don't but she's always I, been huge. The, and that's that's just the thing, though. It's like before 2020, I didn't and I'm gonna so I and this is this is me. I live under a fucking rock, Patrick Star. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. I didn't hear of anybody getting in a queue, spending all these thousands of dollars dressing up and fucking god knows what. And then obviously that's the case. But now like there's a fucking queue for every concert and they're like, people are paying stupid fucking money. Like, I don't know who Morgan Wallen is, but people are willing to pay 400 bucks to go see him. Yeah. I hope it's a him. Is it a him?
0: It is him. Yeah.
1: Is it a him or a band? It's a him. Okay. <laughs> so
0: he's the one that got in trouble maybe like three years ago now. Cause he said the N word. People but, like, don't seem to care. Yeah, so like they tried to cancel him and he came Denmark. out he came out and like fought the cancel and then released an album like a month after they tried to cancel him and that album fucking exploded. So like before that controversy, he was just like a guy that was a couple songs on the radio, right on the country music stations, and after that controversy and he fought the cancel and dropped the album and it blew up. Now he's like fucking massive, like potentially he could be the number one country music artist right now. I don't know. I don't really follow country as closely as I did like 10 years ago. Um, Plus it's not summertime anymore. Oh yeah.
1: It's only, it's only good in the summer.
0: (laughs) It's only good. everyone knows that
1: the music Uh, actually, yeah, like the, the level of the music actually it gets bad in the, (laughs) in the winter. Everyone knows that. Yeah.
0: Everyone knows that. Um, but yeah, I think he might be the top country artist right now, but like people forget, or maybe they don't forget that like three years right now, people don't care. They tried to cancel him for saying the N word.
1: Well, so here's the thing about it. So you get 17 year olds three years ago, they were 14. They have no clue. Yeah. So that, but it's just like it, like the concert thing is just fucking crazy. Yeah. So that's what, that was like a little bit of my skepticism. Uh, I would also maybe throw the Foo Fighters into the ring. Yeah. Maybe
0: talk about staying power.
1: The Foo Fighters,
0: not only have they been around forever, they've been like big forever. Like, I feel like Dave Matthews kind of like weans in and out went like up he's, and flamed out he's been around since i think like the mid 80s i think their first album came out in like 86 or 88 something like that um and he's like gone up he was absolutely huge in the 90s and then they kind of flamed out and then right around the time we were in college he was huge again and then he flamed out like the foo fighters have been big for like 30 years
1: Yeah. Every bit of 25. Yeah. So I want to say Learn to Fly came out in like 98-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because other than that, like, you've had waves of people. So like most recently, like like the Imagine Dragons of the world. (laughs) Yeah, the Black Keys. Yeah, that was fun for two years. Yeah. Um, They're before, all the same.
0: Although the Black Keys did come out with some good fucking music.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit earlier too. Yeah, because I remember, I remember them in college, but again, I, I didn't quite get it. Um, Then there was a fairly big explosion. And this is like similar but different, but like Kesha, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. Right. All of Ad- them.
0: Adele. Yeah, Adele. Like really. she's another one that's like legitimately talented, like her voice and like as a singer, I think she's ridiculously talented, but she's another one like she was really popular for like six years and then just kind of stopped.
1: Did you, Was she even popular that long? Maybe I'm missing the mark on all of these people. But, like I just remember Katy Perry had like 45 singles.
0: Yeah, well, Katy Perry was huge from the time like we were in high school, probably through college.
1: Yeah, I want to say... Maybe like
0: 08 to like 2015-ish. Something like,
1: like Lady Gaga, Kesha, same thing. Yeah. But, yeah, because then... Like there was a lot of weird rap in the mid 2000s yeah
0: like there was like macklemore
1: no i I was thinking so i was thinking even before that but like even like um so it's like you had some decent artists but then you also had like murphy lee (laughs) (laughs) and like the game had some songs and it was fine then there was like the Whisper song. I forget who was that. the Yo-Yo Twins.
0: Oh yeah. That was the Yo-Yo Twins. Yeah.
1: Ch- Chingy. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Two chains. T-Pain.
1: Yeah. I got. Yeah. So T-Pain got a little bit closer to. I want to say like my early college. Yeah. Lil like, John
0: the, Don't get me wrong. Lil John puts is is fun. Like he puts on like good. He's got good party songs or whatever. He's not a good rapper. Let's be real.
1: if any yeah if anything he's a dj right or an mc i don't know how you want to yeah whatever yeah
0: yeah i mean i don't know it's just kind of
1: no one hangs around and no one's going to because the other thing too is in like in 20 years, no one's listening to any of this stuff, except maybe Eminem, potentially the Foo Fighters, although I don't think they've released anything new lately, either. In yeah, 20
0: years from now, they're going to be in like their 70s.
1: <laughs> yeah, but people still go see...
0: Yeah, the Stones. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. That hasn't changed. Pearl Jam
0: oh. is another one that's like sneaky good. But they're kind of like.
1: You no, know, but they, they still fit the criteria, like early 90s. But like, I think the early 90s will get forgotten about at some point. Yeah. Because I think, I think for the people who appreciate it now, they're unable to step away and really evaluate whether that music's good or not. Yeah. And I really hate to say it because I do like, I, I mean, I've always liked Alice in Chains over all of those bands too. But like, if you like if you get a current day 12 year old to listen to Soundgarden, they're going to get a headache. There's too yeah. much fucking going on.
0: Yeah, or Audio like, Slave.
1: Like f- no, fuck Audio Slave. <laughs> they're not actually good. But like Soundgarden, a lot of their music is kind of annoying. Like it's not pleasant to the ears. Yeah. Now some of it's good. Right. But some of it's just like just a lot. Yeah. This is kind of irritating.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on.
1: And then like a lot of Pearl Jam, you know, it's Eddie Vedder. It's like, again, it fit the time. Like, I I just don't think grunge is going to like grunge. I don't think is going to last. Yeah. Like even Nirvana, like I like Nirvana. I somewhat, I mean, again, I was super young, obviously, but like I somewhat understand the impact and whatever. But like if you really pull their songs you're not going to get a younger kid to right get down with Nirvana it's not going to happen
0: yeah yeah it's different times right like it's
1: but you know depending on what you like like led zeppelin never goes away right right that's the hard part
0: yeah yeah, and I mean, like, is, like we said before, you could you could do the same thing with rap, right? Like, Dr. Dre never goes away, right? Uh, Nas never goes away. Tupac, Biggie, like they all are. You know, even N W A, right? Like they were in the eighties, and they're they like if you're into rap, like N W A is it, right? Like they're good, like they're objectively good.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you like rap from that era too, which I would argue was quite good. Yeah, the shit that comes out now—oh
0: god, is it's fucking trash.
1: embarrassing.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Like it actually makes like OJ the Juice Man look talented. <laughs> he rhymed Jaguar. And, he rhymed Jaguar and Swagger together, <laughs> and he looks talented compared to some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost an
0: hour on music. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All from an opening thought
1: of yeah. did people
0: listen to music in the 30s? And they fucking absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, and they did.
1: Yeah, um, that, that question was more, more pertinent. Honestly, that question was more pertinent to fucking 1916.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Did they listen to music then? I don't know. They might have. Yeah, could, maybe.
0: Uh, let's see, what else do we have here before, uh, before we wrap things up? Oh, so this is just, I think this is funny. Um, so I saw this the other day from, um, the Roka news app that I use and there's a strike going on in Iceland of all women so you heard that correct all the women in iceland are going on strike for what? what why you might ask well they're protesting gender-based inequality so you might retort um is iceland really that bad no actually uh, Per, and I'm going to read this right off of of this this post here, per several metrics, Iceland is actually the world's most gender-equal country. (laughs) (laughs) Yet women there still earn roughly 9.7% less relative to median earnings for men, and the prevalence of gender-based violence remains high. On Tuesday, tens of thousands of female, all oh Christ, and non-binary workers went on strike in Iceland to protest ongoing pay disparities and gender-based violence. The strike shut down much of the country, including most of its banks, schools, and libraries iceland's labor unions supported the strike which also called on women and non-binary people to refuse to perform household chores (laughs) several major companies also backed the the strikes and offered striking workers full pay one notable participant was iceland's prime minister katrin jacob's who walked off the job on tuesday in solidarity so in the country That is statistically the most gender equal country in the entire world. They held a strike because they're not gender equal enough.
1: So, can you go back to that first sentence? Because it seemed very contradictory, like of itself. Which one? So, the sentence that like explained that it's like one of the most gender equal countries, but then they like went on to like kind of sneak in that like they're not.
0: Yeah. So I think the point there is there's no such thing as a complete 50-50 even. Well, it's so never like,
1: well, Yeah, I don't think there's going to be. Right.
0: Right. And I think I forget there's a comedian out there that doesn't either- anyway,
1: I wanted I wanted to so I just I wanted clarification on the the gender violence thing cuz again it seemed like they kind of glossed over that part. Yeah. In that sentence. Do you know what she, can did can you pull that sentence up for me?
0: Um Yet women there still earn 9.7% less relative to median earnings for men, and the prevalence of gender-based violence remains high.
1: Okay. That's the part that I was yeah. um I thought I heard. Yeah. But like so, they
0: don't give a number.
1: Yeah, what's, okay. What's yeah, just that's fine. It's high. But like that's a good question. Is it high compared to other countries or is it?
0: Is it also high? Are we talking about per capita numbers, right? Because
1: there's not that many people. There's not
0: that many people.
1: Um. So the protest.
0: Not that that makes it okay either, right? Like obviously.
1: Do you know if 9% is like a lot or a little or not a lot? Um.
0: I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know.
1: This is going to be such a bad fucking question what is a normal <laughs> pay disparity <laughs> between gender let's see so in
0: 2022 women earned an average of 82% of what men earned
1: i'm seeing 83.7 in the us so what's that 16 yeah,
0: 16. Yeah, 16% difference.
1: Okay. So it's better than the U.S.
0: Yeah. Well, they're the number one country in the world as far as equality goes. Yeah, but I mean –
1: um, did, That sentence sucked, truthfully. It made me very confused, and I don't like it because if it's one of the most gender equal countries – but the pay gap is nine, p- whatever percent, ten percent. We'll call it ten yeah, percent, we'll which 10%. is which is better than the U.S. Yeah,
0: it's better than in, every other
1: country in the world. And gender-based violence is high. So, what metric are we calling equal? Like, so they're
0: not saying that they. Are a complete gender equal society. They're saying no, no. They're, they're just the, one of the better countries. They're the most gender equal, and it just so happens that the most gender equal is a ten
1: percent disparity. Still struggling with the violence. I, I like. Does it not seem like the author kind of like snuck the gender violence thing in there? So yeah, they either, a little bit. They, they either made it. It's almost like they're either – because, again, if we're going to evaluate the news article, their bias would be against the protest, right? Because that's what it sounds like. But then, like, also acknowledge that what they're probably complaining about – protesting, not complaining – what they're actually protesting about might be real, but, like – Almost seems like again i'm probably looking way too far into it. i don't look this far into anything it's just <laughs> but i'm confused by that sentence because it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me because the article almost says like well you know iceland's one of the most gender equal countries despite there being a pay gap and high gender-based violence and i'm like so
0: this because is because that's thing. the best if, you're gonna get if the if this <laughs> is what it is what it is like so fine. the best The best I but can. It's like the that arm of yeah pawn- pawn pawn stars. stars. The best I can do is ten percent and gender based violence.
1: <laughs> right. So it's almost like they're trying to deter the protest or make the protest seem like it's not valid. Yet, what happened uh, now? Th- this is I, this is actually odd that I'm going this way. What happens in other countries really shouldn't be of concern to Iceland because Iceland is its own country. It's its own specific spot. It's a very different type of place. Like yeah. their population's odd and they're all fucking related to each other or whatever the fuck it is. Um,
0: yeah, they're Vikings. They're literal like Viking
1: descendants. Don't they have to have a registry yeah. so that you can ensure that you're not like crossbreeding with yes. yourself or whatever? I'm pretty
0: sure. I don't know if that's like urban legend, but I'm okay. Like, Pretty sure that that's a thing.
1: Okay, um, or it's just like a safeguard in place. Anyway, yeah, don't twice twenty three and me yourself if you're Icelandic. You're not going to like what you see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's almost like trying to poo poo the movement, but also acknowledge that the exact things that they're protesting about. Although, again, wherever you're looking at it from like, do exist. So I'm like, so this is the thing. We don't live in Iceland, right? Right. So what the fuck they do doesn't really fucking matter. I just get a kick out of the fact that, like, all the women just, like, went on strike. Like, yeah, yeah. just, like, as women, not, like, as uh, bankers or as lawyers or as electricians or, like, the plumbing union. Like, Women, just women. Period.
0: Yeah, they went on strike as a, as, as a, a gender, gender.
1: Not or a non-gender, a, not
0: as a yeah for the non-binary, not
1: as side. a profession,
0: not as a profession. Yeah, that that's
1: that's the part that I get a kick out of. Yeah. Now I don't think anything will come of it because what will happen is in return, employers will be like, "Listen, the pay wage is the lowest in the world." Now they could turn around and say, "Well, we want more." And it's like, okay, well. We want fucking flying unicorns and we're not getting that. Like, yeah. it's a fucking non-argument because the employers have too much ammo in oh, look around the world. It's like, well, then we're not talking about the world. We're talking about here. Right. Like just here. And they're gonna be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like look around the world. Like again, it's it's a it's an argument that doesn't go anywhere. Um, the violence thing's interesting, because again, that seemed a little glossed over. I don't know. I mean if they say it's high, like. Yeah, but they didn't in... give any details. Yeah, on... that's the thing. So like the no, article- like They
0: gave the t- the statistics of 9.7% pay yeah. differential, but they didn't give any statistics so on- So I
1: wonder, I I like wonder when they, if they acknowledge that it's high, kind of almost want to think it's really high, like concerningly high. Yeah. Because if they gave you a percentage for the wage gap, but didn't give you a percentage for the violence issue- Right. Makes me really kind of like wary that-
0: you just got a bunch of fucking Viking dudes beating up on women, beating
1: the shit out of women. Yeah. And because the protest encompassed both, it might actually diminish the important one. Right.
0: Yeah. The violence against women thing is a legitimate, like
1: you should not do that. Right. So and like, we don't know what, like, but if you want to
0: strike because of that, like all the yeah. power to and you. And we, we don't know
1: what that percentage is. So like, right. let's say it's say, um, Let's just let's just inverse this. So if their wage gaps nine percent in the. US is sixteen percent, and you could theoretically make an argument that the United States is one of the better ones around the world, right. which would encompass every country, not right. just pick and choose the ones you want to pick and choose. Around the world, the U.S. has to be better, like mathematically has to be better, because places like fucking Egypt and Libya and shit like that exist.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: like and Qatar. And yes, fucking mathematically, Saudi I can't be wrong with that statement.
0: Right, right.
1: Now, if you want to talk about developed nations, yes, it may be different. Anyway, we're not talking yeah. about that now. <laughs> all those places still exist because I just said them; they still exist for the wage gap situation. That means they have to exist for the domestic violence thing. And if Iceland is still high, I'd like to know how fucking high it is. Because <laughs> then I may be wondering, maybe that protest, maybe you should have conceded the wage gap thing or brought it up later. Yeah. And maybe handled the real issue. All this from one sentence in one article. <laughs> So I looked it up.
0: The entire population of Iceland is roughly three hundred and eighty thousand people.
1: Oh God, yeah. So their percentages are going to be high. Yeah. So which also makes it reference, seem like that wage gap situation is so that so that's actual
0: two for us, right? So I know our listeners are from all over the place, but like yeah. for us, actual Boston, right? Not Greater Boston, like physical Boston. Their population is six hundred and twenty thousand. So it's literally half. Yeah. Half the population of Boston is the entire country country of Iceland. And for reference, Worcester, which is the second most populous country in the state, city in the state, um, is like 205,000. So technically, the entire country of Iceland falls in between boston and worcester population wise it's kind of it's fucking a busy. lot of people it's not a lot it's not not a people. lot of people that is not a lot of people <laughs> no wonder why there's a fucking registry to make yeah, sure you're no, not related.
1: I, say, I was gonna say it's not a lot of people and they're all related so that's <laughs> yeah. Fucking weird
0: yeah so yeah i don't know so i mean I think we've talked about this on the show before too, but I've, I've listened to multiple podcasts and I've, I've seen people talk and read things about this, the whole gender pay cap, bait. Jesus Christ. Am I stroking the whole gender pay gap issue has more to do with job choice than it is your gender being paid, right? And like I said, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but it gets exaggerated because what people do, and it's statistics, right? You can manipulate statistics in any way you want to support your argument. So keeping that in mind, the way people do that when they say there's, uh, you know, women earn 84 cents to every dollar that a man makes, that's not to say that a man that is a project manager at a consulting firm and a woman that is a project manager at a, at, a, at the same consulting firm the guy makes $100,000 a year the woman makes $84,000 a year that's not what that means it means that across the entire gender men make a dollar for every 84 cents that women make so i've heard people way smarter than me explain this men typically gravitate and wor- and hold jobs that are more physically demanding and dangerous therefore their value is a lot higher right like who's going to make more money an electrician or a librarian the electrician
1: right Obviously like the librarian
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well that's why you're a bigot <laughs> so like again who's going to make more a school teacher or A police officer, again, in some municipalities, they might be the same or the teacher might make more depending on years of service and things like that. But like, so maybe that's not a good one, but like what's a, what's a relatively dangerous profession, like a, like a tree cutter, right? Like someone that like their job is to like climb trees and fucking cut uh, them down. The
1: elevator union. Yeah, the elevator union, right? They like, they make a shitload of money. You're
0: building elevator shafts for nothing, and then you're making sure that the elevator doesn't fucking break and fall and kill everyone. Yeah, like that's important, right? So you're going to make a lot of fucking money doing that, versus like, I don't know, another profession that's like uh, predominantly personal trainer. Women. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm trying to find a profession that's predominantly woman, right? That's why I said teacher, librarian. Uh, I say
1: personal trainer is fifty-fifty. Hairdresser right? at this point, right?
0: Like. Yeah. Personal training is probably pretty close. You're right. Um, but like hairdresser, right? Like what's going to make more, a hairdresser or a guy in the elevator union, right? And now if there's a woman who works in the elevator union, she's going to make the same amount of money as a man that works in the elevator union, assuming they have the same amount of service, right? Because it's union. So if right. you have a, a guy that's been there for 13 years and a woman that's been there for two, obviously the guy is going to out her. But if you have, you know, two people that just became master elevator union licensed, whatever they're in their first year in the union, they're gonna make the same amount of money. So like that's why the and argument I, I gets say, weird and like shit like that.
1: I would also think that a lot of um a lot of I don't want more formal is not the right word. Um, there's a lot of jobs that are slotted right so like if you work in a union there are rules as to what you get paid like right this right. many years this much these right. qualifications in this many years this much get this qualification you get this yes same thing with like police fire yep city clerks like yeah there's rules because it's like, again, so like the last examples, they were all municipal. Um, Yeah, it's really when you get outside of that, things get, kind of get weird. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, cause like your example of a hairdresser. Well, a hairdresser and a salon owner are two different people. Right. And then it's like a salon owner makes whatever they make well a hairdresser that's been doing it for 25 years in the same town in the same chair they're going to make extremely more money than someone who's in their sixth town right because they've moved a few times yeah and then like again the person who's had that chair for 20 years it's not like they don't make anything like they could be making much more than some people think like they could be making more than like a bank teller or something right and probably not but like yeah they definitely could right in the right spot but yeah i don't know i mean like i don't really like get into like
0: it's a weird argument and it's a goofy argument but it's like it's also like
1: people take the
0: statistic and they just run with it and they're like it's not fair it's like well you're using i don't want to say inaccurate statistics because they're not inaccurate but you're using manipulated statistics to fit your argument
1: yeah and then i think also you get a lot of people and again i can't confirm this cuz i don't know what the stats are but again it's like if we look job like job to job and if there's like a significant gap and i'm not co- not company to company job to job right cuz i don't want to know what a fucking a cto at a law firm versus CTO at a media company. Yeah. It's not the same job. Right. But I, but, oh, they're both CTOs. Yeah. The fucking technology on one side is way more fucking important than the other side. I hope that person's making more money. Right. Right. The technology officer for a lawyer, they can't even spell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like if they could still handwrite fucking invoices, they fucking would. (laughs) fucking stone age with those people
0: yeah or like if you're the cfo of a small startup company like toast right like they're they're a um like a menu ordering service right in massachusetts i don't know for people that aren't around here if you don't know what toast is but they're like a small startup company you can like use them to like it's like a third party service to order food online, right? If you're the CFO of Toast, you're not going to make nearly as much money as the CFO of Google. Right? Like or the CFO of Ford. Like it's just different. Yep. So it's it gets goofy and it gets weird, right? It's 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 a hard thing to do to throw a blanket over an entire gender that earns money when there's a lot more nuance to it, right? And now I'm not saying that there's like no fucking, that it's completely doesn't exist, right? Like, I'm sure it does exist in some situations, but like, again, you have, there are other factors, right? Like, it's not, it's like the whole COVID thing, right? Like, people that are dying of COVID, well, yeah, you died of COVID, but... You also were diabetic and you had fucking leukemia, right? And you were obese, right? Like, what was the thing? It was like everyone that died of COVID had an average of four comorbidities or something like that. So it's like, okay, you were hypertensive, you were obese, you had diabetes and whatever else, right? Like, you know, a, a, a female CFO of a startup in Massachusetts might make more than a male CFO of a startup in Mississippi because the cost of living in Mississippi isn't as high as it is in Massachusetts, right? So like, there's more to it. And just to say that like, well, there's a wage gap and it's unfair and women need to be paid more. It's like, okay. Sure. Yeah. fine. But like you're painting with very broad brush strokes here and like your argument is almost it's almost null and void because you're there's too much nuance that you're just refusing to accept.
1: Are you letting logic get in the way of a good argument? I Sounds think like I am. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you are.
0: Yeah, I think so. How dare I? <laughs> You piece of shit. I'm such a bigot. And a racist, apparently, too, because I drink coffee. Don't forget yep. about that.
1: Peanut um peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the new thing. Did you actually read any of that? No. Or is that a thing? No, yeah.
1: I'm not reading that. So
0: peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are racist now, too. Sick. Um good thing I eat peanut butter and Nutella. <laughs>
1: um it's racist against Italians. Yeah, I know. Well, I am Italian, so... No, you're not. You're American. Piece <laughs> of shit.
0: <laughs> tell that to my 23andMe.
1: Um, Didn't it tell you you were a Neanderthal? Like, "Yeah, Yes, I am. <laughs> I am
0: part Neanderthal. Yeah. I think I had... Uh, what was I? I was in like the 77th percentile of Neanderthal DNA. Something like that.
1: Uh, you were you should also probably start flying that Israeli flag out because you were part Jewish. I remember I that. am.
0: I was Ashkenazi Jew. Yes, yep. that's
1: true. Free Israel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we need to send all our money to I'll, Israel. Uh,
1: I'll order you a flag.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. I'll put one in my bio, <laughs> my Twitter bio. Um. All right. You want to wrap this up?
1: We can wrap this up. This won't be long. Um, what do you got? So if I was to ask you, where's the best place that you've traveled to? It doesn't have to be right. You don't have to give it a ton of thought.
0: Um, Hawaii.
1: Perfect. So my answer to this kid was Pebble Beach because I like golf, whatever. So it's like, cool. You know, I've been to a few places. And he said, what's the best? He didn't say, what's the nicest? He didn't say, what's like the most whatever. So what's the best place you've been to? And so I turn around. And I go, "What about you?" He goes, "Buffalo, New York."
0: Oh God!
1: And I, I <laughs> immediately go, "What? How many, how
0: many places have you been? Like, right? have you I been go, to like?"
1: I go, "What?" He goes, "Buffalo." He goes, "In Niagara Falls." He goes, "Niagara Falls is really cool." I go, "All right, dude. So here's what you're gonna do from now on: <laughs> if you're ever gonna ask that question ever again." And someone then turns around and asks you what your favorite place is. Just skip a step and go right to Niagara Falls. Yeah. Because they're going to think you're out of your mind. I'm telling them this. The kid's 11. I go, (laughs) they're going to think you're out of your mind for saying Buffalo. He goes, he goes, really? I'm like, I go, I've never been to Buffalo. I go, but when you pulled into Buffalo, did everything just seem gray and gloomy he goes yeah actually it did he goes (laughs) and come to think of it he goes and there really wasn't much to do in buffalo he goes it also looked a little like looked a little crappy i go just stick with niagara falls next time yeah yeah don't ever say buffalo new york again oh
0: christ (laughs) this poor kid
1: (laughs) yeah the best place you've been i've known this kid for like two weeks too
0: yeah, <laughs> And I'm like,
1: but no one gets off. Like no one, yeah. no one get, no one, you cannot say the best place you ever went to was Buffalo, New York, and yeah. you're not going to get shit for me. Right. Now, if you were like, oh, the best place I've ever been to is Atlantic City. And I would be like, okay, well, what'd you do there? And then like, let them tell me why they think that. Right. Because I know Atlantic City as degenerate capital and fucking poverty ridden. Right. That's how I think of Atlantic City.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, if he's like, oh, well, I went with my team and we did this and we fucked around in the hotel and like the hotel had this stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. And you're 11. Like, where else have you been?
0: Right, right.
1: Because then I'll, I'll, not for nothing, (laughs) if I go, oh, yeah, the best place I've been is Pebble Beach. And it's like, oh, what about you? It's like, oh, I went to Macau one time with my family. It's like, excuse me, what?
0: Like, oh, sick. Like, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, Bali. well, we
0: did, we
1: did two weeks in Bali. Well, it's either between, <laughs> uh, Luxembourg or, yeah. <laughs> or Paris, but, you know, Paris was kind of lame, uh, Antwerp, Belgium was okay. Like that, like that's what the, I would get the
0: skiing in Oslo was great. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: that's what it would be where it's like, never mind. Sorry. I asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sick. And I'm like, you're 12. How have you been to all of these places?
0: Yeah, because I go to an ISL school.
1: <laughs> Not this kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's like a response you would get from a kid to an ISL You know what's
1: school. actually funny? So uh, this is a- completely anecdotal. I've got no fucking data to support this. But someone like my ISL kids, they're more likely to take more frequent but like smaller easier trips than they are to take like a big one because if you think about it like i'll just use disney as an example but like you can like or no i'll use aruba for an example because one of my guys was because I, I was gonna say like give me something with numbers here yeah so for like husband wife kid of like age to do something to go to aruba and not like go crazy might be like i think he told me it was like three grand And he goes, listen, we did not cheap out on things, but we did not splurge on things. It's a very like middle of the road. Right. Now, if you want to make it more expensive, you can. If you want to make it cheaper, I believe you can. I don't know. I've never been. So someone may go to Aruba three times a year, mix in a couple trips to Florida, and maybe you go somewhere else too.
0: Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now
1: you've spent close to like 20. Right. Right, twenty five grand on vacations, yeah, without doing anything crazy. But you could spend twelve thousand to go to Turks and Caicos or whatever, yeah. And it's like, wow, Turks and Caicos, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is the one trip that we take every other year. So on average, we're spending six grand a year, yeah, yeah. Your eight trips have just added up to twenty five k,
0: right? Right. so
1: please please yeah again again please tell me more about how elite I am
0: yeah yeah
1: it's actually funny
0: yeah that's a good point that's that's an interesting way to look at it
1: but again completely anecdotal yeah that's fair I'm, I'm sure there's other people that have been to Santiago Chile twice last year
0: yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah the weather in Argentina is beautiful you've been to Santiago
1: yeah. no one's Be been back- to Santiago Chile <laughs> twice man <laughs>
0: Uh, all right so uh my final thought i think will be a a relatively quick one as well um so obviously today is halloween
1: we're recording this on tuesday um did you get your candy corn
0: no fuck that threw it in the trash i would buy it just to throw it in the trash i might Um, go
1: get some on discount tomorrow just to throw in trash
0: yeah I, i support that wholeheartedly um so I think last night or the or the day before, Amy and I watched Hubie Halloween again on Netflix again. That's we got really nothing to do. We we're like, oh, fuck it, it's Halloween. Let's watch Hubie Halloween. Whatever. It's a like a fun little movie. You know, you watch it once a year on Halloween. It's like a fucking. It's like when you watch Christmas movies, right? You watch them once a year around Christmas. We watched Hubie Halloween because it was right around Halloween. You could watch Die Hard anytime. Yeah, that's true um <laughs> that's because it's an elite Christmas movie um so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it for anyone that doesn't know it's an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix it's it's pretty good, right like it it's it's a solid movie um so I'm sitting there and I go hmm Adam Sandler despite the fact that like he lives the life like he has the best life of any celebrity in my opinion, because he made so much money, he was the first guy to sign an exclusive movie deal with a streaming company with Netflix. So I remember people were like giving him shit because he signed like an eight movie deal. And granted, the movies that kind of came out at the time weren't that good, but it doesn't matter because he made he got the fucking bag. And now all of his movies are literally just him and his friends just hanging out. Like I know I talked a couple weeks ago. Uh, I, Amy and I watched. um you're so not invited to my bot mitzvah or whatever. It's literally Adam Sandler and his family, like his two actual daughters and his wife are in the movie. Like it's just his, now it's his friends and his family in his movies. They're just fucking hanging out. They're having a blast. They're making movies, whatever. Like if that's not the fucking dream as, as a fucking Hollywood actor, then I don't know what is. Because you hear all this stuff about like, oh, you know, you shoot a movie and you're gone for six months at a time. And that's why they all end up divorced and cheated on and all kinds of dumb shit. This guy's fucking he's just a normal dude, right? Like you see him out in public whenever he paparazzi gets him and he's wearing like gym shorts from the 90s that go down to his fucking shins and like a baggy ripped T-shirt. He's just the man, right? Like Adam Sandler uh, as a person, I think, is just
1: a great guy
0: he's um, an asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually have though. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, he's probably just private, right? Like he probably doesn't like people bothering him.
1: Uh there was also pro well, yeah. Okay. So the the reason I heard he was an asshole is because he used to go to the snoo gym. And I think he lived because I think he lived up that way. Yeah. And like everyone that's ever like talked to him would say he was a fucking asshole. It's like, okay, dude. Like, understood. Like, we know who you are. Right. Why go to the new gym if you're going to be a dick? Yeah. Like build your own fucking court. Right. Right. Anyway. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Um. So but also
1: that could have been when he was like way younger. So it's like he could have like hit a bunch of success yeah. by like a certain age, became a prick, and then realized like I need to stop doing this. Right.
0: Right. So, I'm sitting there watching Hughie Halloween, and I go, Adam Sandler, has made an entire career out of playing semi-retarded characters and no one has ever came after him for it which is because he never went full retard but still go home (laughs) empty-handed yeah you never go full retard tell that to uh simple jack um although it was a hit in vietnam Uh, (laughs) but If you think about it, right? So then I I sat there and I go, okay, so Hubie Halloween, right? That came out, I think, in 2020. It was either 2020 or 2021 when it came out. Like that's post like cancellation world and post all that stuff, right? The Me Too movement was the beginning of cancel this, cancel him, cancel that. That was in like 2015, 2016. So like this movie comes out in 2020 and he plays like a semi retarded person. In Salem, but Massachusetts. What, what
1: did... I don't, know his, I don't know his character name. Lars? No. Keith, Kirk Lazarus? Was that who he was in Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. Robert Downey what did, Jr. Kirk, what did Kirk Lazarus tell us? You never go full retard. Well, yeah, I know. Hubie Halloween. He Slow. Was not. Weird. Not retarded.
0: Right. Right. So he's got Hubie Halloween, Right. Or he's got Hubie Dubois, sorry, from Hubie Halloween, where he plays a semi retarded person. He's uh, got obviously the the number one movie of Adam Sandler, where especially where he's retarded is Waterboy, right? Again, semi retarded. Didn't go full retard.
1: Did you see him form tackle? Yeah, again, that ain't he, retarded.
0: He's not fully retarded, but he's semi retarded. Then you have Little Nicky. <laughs> He's the semi retarded brother of a son of Satan
1: again. He's an angel, though. Right. Not retarded.
0: Right. Semi retarded. Just a little bit of a little bit of retarded. Uh, Then he's got Billy Madison. Again, he dropped out of school in like what seventh grade or something. Like never really figured anything out. Gave this really long winded fucking answer that we're all dumber and thank you for fuck, fuck right off. Little bit retarded. But not fully retarded, right? Yeah, just,
1: mostly just spoiled and dumb.
0: Right. Mostly spoiled and dumb. And then, I mean, you could lose. This is very loosely. Added to the list was Happy Gilmore. No, I right? like. He's not, not really retarded, retarded but like, it's kind of dumb.
1: He's I a mean, fucking just a, just a bad hockey player.
0: Again, so he's semi retarded. <laughs> 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 Take going to the fucking batting cage, no. taking fucking fastballs off the chest. Oh, I gotta get ready for hockey season. you right?
1: sixty-four more days till next yeah. year's hockey season. <laughs> you gotta toughen up. So. I mean, he was probably more retarded in Big Daddy than he was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Big Daddy is another one, right? But I don't think he's... He's not retarded. He's not really... Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He He just didn't want to give the kid back.
0: Mr. Deeds, I don't think he was retarded in... It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. No, he wasn't. But yeah, he's done this like over and over and over again where he plays semi-retarded characters that are like iconic, right? Like Bobby Boucher is like an iconic fucking movie character. So a uh, Billy Madison, uh, iconic character, right? Like there's, there's people, um, I don't know. And I thought it was funny. And I was just, again, while I'm sitting there on the couch, watching the movie, being like, wow, Adam Sandler really fucking pulls it off, huh? where he just plays a semi-retarded person in multiple different movies, makes millions of dollars, and no one ever gets mad at him.
1: Credit to him. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Credit to him. So, Adam Sandler, the GOAT.
1: (laughs) And Kirk Lazarus was right. Yes, he was right.
0: So uh yeah, that uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, so thank you for watching, folks. If you're on uh, YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, hit that button up top, smash the thumbs up button down below. Uh, keep spreading the word, tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, if you're an audio only listener, uh, subscribe there as well. And if you use Spotify or iTunes, uh, you can leave us a review and five stars, which would be much appreciated. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Uh, Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. The website is sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. While you're spending some money, you can go to mybookie.com and use the promo code sarcasm pod to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Uh, then you can go over to noonbrew.com uh, and use the promo code in the show notes below uh, and you will get 10% off your order Every single time you check out over there, I was drinking it earlier. Again, you can see on YouTube. Um, and then lastly, we have the ice pod. Uh, I used mine today and I didn't need any ice for it <laughs> because it was so cold in New England that I checked the thermometer that was in the water and it was 48 degrees. Uh,
1: so it'd be it, colder tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So I did not have to put any ice into my ice pod today. I just hopped in uh, for, I think it was two and a half minutes. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty fucking cold, but I felt good after. So you can get one too. Uh, if you go to the podcompany.com and again, use that promo code in the show notes and you will get $10 off plus free shipping, uh, when you buy your ice pod. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, so until next time, good night, everybody.